you are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Hey everyone, this is Tony Young. Welcome to another episode of Last Week in Health IT for February 14th, Friday uh, of 2020. So uh, yeah, today is actually Valentine's Day and I actually don't have any specific news related to Valentine's Day, but... There's not a lot of news this week I want to cover, plus I'm feeling a little bit under the weather, so I'm going to try to keep it a little bit minimal on what I can say. Um, so so yeah, let's just get right into it. So the first news item I really want to talk about is a pretty, I think it's significant. Um, so Advent Health, which is, you know, Adventist and stuff like that. So they are actually, they, they just announced that they are trading out Cerner for Epic. Like This is a pretty huge deal. So it's a 50 hospital health system, and it is transitioning away from their longtime Cerner EHR system. And I, I think like Cerner themselves are uh, in a lot of panic, like the workers there, from what I've heard, is because like, you know, this is one of the hugest uh, clients that Cerner has had. So them losing, you know, all like 50 hospitals and 1200 outpatient settings in nine different states, them losing this whole client base to Epic is a huge loss for them. And uh, it's because they wanted to uh, change their EHR to have a better like revenue cycle system. And I guess they didn't have a really good experience with the revenue cycle system from Cerner. And I don't know how they're using it. I don't have any experience with revenue cycle. So I can't really say my personal opinions about it. But I I still think this is like a really, really huge deal. And it's kind of like, like, wow, you know, and it's really strange too. like, when they're switching from Cerner to Epic, of course, there's going to be like a uh, implementation period and a rollout period, right? And what they said that it's going to be expected to take, you know, up to five years. And it's saying that Cerner is also committed to working closely with Advent Health to make sure that, you know, this whole transition goes smoothly. And Advent Health has been a customer since 2002. That's like almost 20 years. So them switching out to Epic is kind of surprising in a way it's not because, you know, they are a huge system. They want to have something that's more standardized. But the uh, the process, right, the process of going from Cerner to Epic, having Cerner on board with that, it's a little interesting for me to hear because I'm not really sure if they will work, um, you know, uh, what's it called, like unbiasedly to get this transition to be smooth. Yes, that's what they say. Yes, that is part of the contract. And I hope that they really do. But it also brings up this, uh, you know, this question of like competition and how this can affect care and how this can affect transition. So it'll be really interesting to hear like how that journey is for this, uh, this potential transition that's happening from between Cerner to Epic over at Advent Health. And, um, you know, just going on to the topic of Cerner, the next news item I wanted to say is if you don't already know, the VA signed with Cerner a while ago that they'll be rolling out Cerner EHR. And they had like a set hard date about like when everything was going to go live. And what they just recently announced is they're actually delaying the rollout of Cerner because of interoperability issues. Now, if you worked at the VA and you know the VA, this may not come as a surprise because the VA is such a huge, massive system. I was expecting that there was going to be bound to like have interoperability issues. Uh, but, you know, I was uh, still optimistic in seeing like how Cerner would handle it. But yeah, like naturally, the VA system would, you know, they have different practices everywhere. And there is that base standardization, but there's still going to be unique practices within different states. So I'm not too surprised that they are delaying it. It's good to know that they're still on contract to work on it because it'd be, you know, really unfortunate if like they actually drop Cerner because they can't do this. So they still have some issues with uh, developing interfaces. 
between, you know, their existing EHR uh, and the Cerner platform because I, I think they're not doing like all of it at once. I think it was going to be phased in. Uh, different sites uh, will be doing it uh, phasing in different phases. So, yeah, so this project is part of a $16 billion uh, modernization push by the VA. And this was, you know, establishing, they established the Office of Electronic Health Record Modernization to oversee this whole thing. So it'll be interesting to see how this goes and, you know, just keep an eye on it and see if there's any further delays or if they solve their interoperability issues. I'd be also interested in hearing how they solved it because whatever lessons they learned may be able to help like other institutions with doing huge rollouts like this, you know, like Advent Health, which is rolling out Epic. So that's really cool to hear. So anyway, the next news item I have is Philips. Uh, they're going to be debuting a new EMS system uh, with uh, AI capabilities for its health suite. So AI is going to be, you know, the big thing for this new uh, decade. And Philips is uh, releasing something that's going to have like all this uh, AI Im- implemented in it. So it can help with like their providing uh, of healthcare. So what this does is that for emergencies, it's going to have like things that will monitor for pre-hospital emergencies. So in, in situations where, you know, like seconds count and things like that, it's super like emergent, you know, maybe like a stroke where even minutes count for like that door to needle window. Um, they're going to have the ability to predict, uh, you know, workloads and things like that to help with the emergency services to kind of like uh, adjust their staffing or adjust their workflows to accommodate for all of these things that can come up. So it's really cool to see that they were doing that. And it's going to be at HIMSS 2020. So if you're going to be there, go check it out. It's a health suite system of engagement. So it's a new like AI based uh, capability through their digital platform. And the last thing I want to talk about is Hims as actually offering a coronavirus updates ahead of the global health conference. So as you know, coronavirus now officially called COVID-19, uh, CO meaning corona uh, virus and then VI, VI is virus and then D is disease. And 19 is going to be, you know, representative of 2019 when it started. So that's the actual specific strain. So Hims 20 is uh, offering an ability to uh, view all the updates of what's going on with the coronavirus. And it's, it's, uh, you know, they're working together with the CDC, with the WHO, and in close communication with even the city of Orlando within uh, the Orange County Convention Center when HIMSS is actually going to be uh, held. And they're going to be showing, like, you know, where is it now and how the state is right now and what's the status. And um, they're also going to be getting guidance from CDC and uh, WHO. So it's good, you know, that they're making sure that coronavirus updates are being communicated. And HIMSS 2020 will still occur as scheduled. And they're ensuring that whoever is going to be there will be all updated and uh, be safe. So that's their priority. So it's good. So so if you're a little bit concerned about like, uh, you know, coronavirus over at HIMSS 2020 this year, just uh, rest assured that they are actually going to be helping out with uh, keeping you guys at ease and, you know, uh, making sure everyone's safe. So, but yeah, uh, that's all I had for this week. Sorry, it's a short episode, but, you know, hopefully... You guys got your update this week and uh, we'll see you next time on the next episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. All right. If you like our show, please share with your friends or you can help us out by writing a review on Apple Podcasts or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also check us out on social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And you can also reach out to me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. If you want to network, you can check out the Pharmacist Select group at PharmacistConnect.com, which is P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. There's different topic channels, including informatics, and I've met some great colleagues on there. And I look forward to connecting with you as well. Thank you again for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And remember, technology is a tool. Patient care is the goal.